Well, hello everyone. Uh, Tom Hunt here. I guess you're probably slightly surprised it's not Dan or Rad, but uh, I'm a regular listener of the podcast, chatting to Dan last night, and he said, would you do an intro? So I'm absolutely honoured to do a little intro um, and just say, you know, from a punter's point of view, loving the podcast. I think it's the perfect mix of comedy, uh, the perfect friendship stroke marriage that you two have got between your sort of competition, bickering and love for each other, which I think is a great mix. And uh, and the technical side of fishing. I love hearing your stories, especially the LRF stuff. I'm not into that, but I'd love to give it a go. And yeah, so from all the listeners, uh, thanks very much, guys. Uh, and no further ado, let's introduce the podcast. Here's the DNA podcast with Dan and Ad. Welcome to episode five of the DNA Fishing Podcast with Dan Sissons and me, Adam Kirby. That was nice to hear Tom's voice there. It's nice what he said. Um, how is he? Yeah, he's a good boy, isn't he, Tom? He um, he was messaging me last night, being very kind about the pod and stuff. Um, so, unfortunately, as for anyone that knows me these days... Um, I immediately say, can you record an intro? So, and he was kind enough to drop that in this morning. And um, yeah, he's been away, I think. He's been travelling around a little bit and uh, okay. enjoying himself and giving giving the fish a rest over, over winter, it seems, anyway. So, which is a relief for the fish and the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope, he's, uh, let's hope he's got fat and... Rusty from competition. Yeah, yeah. That's let's just hope him and Kev have um, decided <laughs> to take up golf at some stage over winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, it's nice to hear from me anyway. Um, what's been going on? Not a lot, I guess. I know we've got the elephant in the room for us is we've got some really exciting news for us and hopefully the pod. But has there been much been much going on fishing wise? No, I went. I went up the canal, didn't I? A few weeks ago, you 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 were busy that day, and it was a bit of a dra- it. It, yeah. It was a bit of a drag. Um, you went the next day, I think, and it was even worse, wasn't it? So that was that was a bit miserable. <laughs> yeah, um, not a lot else. I've paid up for yesterday. Of of me and Potto, Jamie Potts have paid up for the Pike competition on Pittsford again. So. Re, um, mainly for the Polish sausages, mainly exclusively for the Polish sausages. They give you cakes and stuff, man, in the morning. I mean, there's no messing oh, around. I'm yeah. um, Gary Palmer. I'm talking to you here, by the way. If you're a listener, cakes, <laughs> cakes. Every boat gets free cakes, and I think that's that speaks volumes. I'm rekindling my love affair with Pike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many cake and sausages does it take to to make a pike palatable? It turned out that all I needed was cake, sausages, and um, maybe it's Potto's pike enthusiasm. You and I have been just dragging each other down, man. That's what it. That's what. It You're saying I'm a pike buzzkill. In our marriage, occasionally one person uh, likes to go and eat. Um, experiment with other things <laughs> and the other one is happy to let them go and do that if it gets it out their Very system much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fill your boots <laughs> so no i'm actually i'm looking forward to that because that might be the first 
I think it will be the first comp of the year, so it's a nice one just to dip me toes in with with zero expectations. And I and I really enjoyed it last year. Actually, it was a good it was good fun. So, um, what month was that again? Last year it was the second week of March. This year, Ooh, okay. regretfully, I haven't actually checked the dates, so it could be <laughs> September for all I know. I don't know, but I'm presuming it's going to be a similar sort of time. So it's. Uh, I think it's the first week open that because it shuts down a bit, didn't it? And then it opens back up again. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, I, I try to pretend that I'm a died in the wall predator wrangler and stuff like that. I still don't understand when like rivers and reservoirs close and things. It's just a peculiar concept <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like it's like going to launch on boat, isn't it? And someone going, "No, the sea's closed this week." No, sorry, because the power is spawning. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you've got something uh, queued. Something up. in the pipeline. Yeah, it's, it's good to have something in the pipe, mate. Isn't it? That's what it is. That's all it is now. Um, decades ago, we would be looking at this weather, wouldn't we, and be going, "Well, it's uh, we'll be flounder fishing until the place turn up." But there are no flounders left, and there are precious few place left locally anymore. But I'll be honest, man. I'm telling you. Come March, we get them couple of still sunny days, and all of a sudden you're going to be looking out the window and thinking, "I fancy some place fishing," you know. I fancy it. So, um, yeah, whether we'll go or not is an entirely different matter. But we'll certainly be fancying it, if nothing else. But uh, yeah. yeah, apart from that, matey, no, all um, apart from our super secret news, it's that's really stealing all my focus at the moment, mate. How about you? You ain't you not snuck away anywhere, done anything? Nothing at all. It's it's been so cold, I haven't even fancied it. Mm. I don't even like putting the bins out, never mind going no. fishing. Uh, it's been super cold. I think it was minus five here last night. Um, yeah, it's weird, weird, uh, weird chain of events because we've had that mild weather, though. Like We've had the mild weather with the extreme rain, so... Uh, you alluded to that fact. You went fishing; it was tough. I went the next day; it's it felt like it was even harder. And I think what had effectively happened is somewhere upstream in the canal, the rivers had done their banks, mm. and the rivers were flowing over into the canal. So it was it was on its way to chocolate milk again. Uh, so it's been easy to come up with reasons not to go, which I've been quite thankful to uh, keep relatively warm fingers back at home. Um, I'm scrabbling around for anything fish relating. I think the only thing remotely interesting that's happened to me in the last week or so is I was watching a cormorant trying to digest an absolutely humongous scorpion fish the other day, like a proper mm-hmm. big female one. And firstly, that reminded me that it is it's early that those big mamas come yeah. out. I'm guessing that's something to do with spawning. It was nice to see that, well, there was one there briefly before it got gobbled up. And it was quite entertaining trying to see uh, a cormorant gobble a huge scorpion fish when it owned, well, it didn't really fit, but it made it fit in the end. So it um, was entertaining. I might finally be on Keith Arthur's side when it comes to cormorants then. If they're starting to predate on scorpion fish, then <laughs> now's the time that we, uh, now's the time for action as far as I'm concerned. All the time they were pecking yeah. holes in carp, I wasn't really that bothered to be honest about it. But <laughs> now they've now they've started on um, on our scorpions. I think it's time that we rally the troops there. It's um, enough is enough. 
one question I was going to ask, we should have saved this for before the pod for our private chat, for our Patreon-only offering. I imagine that we'll do one day, the off-pod the, the off pod <laughs> moments. Um, from our soon, probably to come, the DNA Ornithology podcast, how many wax wings have you had in your garden, man? I mean, they've passed you. Oh, you know they've come not. past you yeah. completely. They're down my way now. Yes. Absolutely not. Uh, okay. We've got loads of birds in the garden, but nothing particularly unusual. Okay. All right. Well, we'll 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 catch up. Waxwing watch. will pick up uh, on another month. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're in the well, right now now that weather's turning, time. they're all going to come back and come the other way. You might get another. You might get a double bounce on those. You never know. Get those apples out Except of the garden. Set my nets mate. out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Get me, land, me extra long. Land yeah. That's it. Really. Yeah. Go proper Greek on those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> so come on then. Enough's enough. We're talking about. Uh, birds already so we better get to the exciting news so i'll just come out and say it so i can't even believe this i'm pinching myself as we say it but uh dan and i are both going to go to japan uh, at the end of the month um and visit well amongst other things the osaka fishing show which from my perspective and plenty of other people's perspective is the best fishing show especially lure fishing show in the world so uh, I'm super, super stoked for that. Although, although I'm sat here thinking I'm tempting fate, right? We've got a couple of weeks left and um, we've got to avoid... Uh, there's a volcano on the go, right? We've all, You and I have mm. already lost a, a holiday to a volcano yep. in our lifetime. So we've got to watch that. We've got tsunamis and earthquakes and potentially a, a war in the Middle East. So mm. we're going to have to be lucky <laughs> to get there, but... Um, so so I, so I can only control the things that I can control, and one of those is I'm just permanently walking around with my passport. I'm just I'm not letting that out of my sight at, at any moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, mate. I, I, yeah, look, let's 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 look up. We look up, not down, on this podcast, and uh, a buzzing, obviously buzzing. I never thought I'd get to go. I never thought I never thought I'd get permission from the boss lady, and. It's a combination of. So you have got permission. I've got permission, but it's it's there's a combin- wow. combination of excitement and I already feel guilty about going, but um, you know, yeah. I'll I'll work with it. I'm sure I'll be fine, and um, and an ever expanding shopping list from the kids for stuff that they want over there. You know, oh dad, you know they do pink playstations out there. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it, dad? Do you know what I mean? Limited edition um, Switch consoles and all that stuff. So, um, that aside, mate, I don't, I still don't really know what to expect other than what you've told me before, and I can never tell whether you've underplayed it or whether you've you've you wouldn't overplay it. But um, yeah, because we got some trips planned, right? I mean, hopefully, I might get to gaze my eyes on on. Bass fishing mecca over there, albeit from a from a healthy touristy distance. Um, that'll be yeah. cool. But as for the show, I've been watching some YouTube videos, trying to gauge like what can we expect there. You know, because let's be honest, mate, we've been to a few fishing shows over the years, and yeah. you know, some flatter to deceive a little, right? I mean, I think that's fair to say, but yeah. it feels like that. I, you know, that. That isn't what I'm expecting in Osaka, right? We're not. This isn't gonna. I'm not gonna be underwhelmed by in any way. No, you're not gonna be underwhelmed. Like, like I, I couldn't <clears throat> help but think about it in the week actually. Um, how well it's this time of year, isn't it? Uh, as February mm. approaches, 
several years on the bounce, we used to go over to France on the car ferry yeah. and head to Nantes for the for the fishing show there. And at its peak, it was um, it was amazing. We both enjoyed it. We both enjoyed like just the road trip, obviously. Yeah. It, I mean, you think back, like it did propel some of our knowledge and understanding. Really, that that trip every year was good for us. Well, I think. You know, it's fair to say, although the, there's obviously the language barrier in Japan. Um, yeah, I mean, you, at that point, you're just in at the deep end. I think I've said before, like, every time I've been before, I've I've picked up something different. And it's not to say it wasn't there when I was there before. But there's so there's just so much volume, so much quantity of stuff and everything that goes along with it that... You know, you just got to grab as much as you can in the time available, right? So, yeah, I, I, I mean, there's been a few occasions in the last week where I've been sort of apprehensive that, you know, for you mm-hmm. really, um, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it will sell itself. But yeah, like, like you say, there's, there's lots we could do. The tackle show is the tackle show. I mean, you've got to, you know, you're over there at the right time. You've got to see that because that is a spectacle in its own right. But not all, you know. Not all of the. It's easy to think that everyone's there. You know, there'll be plenty of big lure manufacturers that that we like that just won't be there. Mm. But that's what I've learned is that you, that's more than made up for just going to as many of the better tackle shops as possible. Because at the show, you tend to see all the new stuff. That's what they use it for. But there's plenty of stuff that would interest you and me that's maybe a season or two old, but we've not yet seen in the UK. Oh, yeah. Uh, all, all of that stuff will be in the tackle shops. Um, and to be honest with you, that's yeah, that's almost as exciting as the show itself. So so the fishing tackle is obvious, right? Like, I mean, it, like, yeah, it's, you spend a week out there. It seems weird to say you could do it just looking at fishing tackle, but you could. Mm. But hopefully, hopefully we'll see some of the sights. It'd be nice if we could get our ass up to Lake Biwa, the Mother Lake, to see where it all happens from a largemouth perspective. There, there won't be much going on because you know this this year is looking like a cold one. But but some of some of the anglers will be out. It's interesting to see that. Um, yeah, and whatever else comes comes along with it, I think it would be nice to nice to share a Japanese beer with you once again. Like, um, yeah, of like course, doing not. of course, yeah. And there's yeah. there's there's some other intrepid Anglo Saxons on their way out there as well, right? Which we may be able to meet up with at some point. Um, yeah, you may have lined up a chance for us to wet a line over there as well if weather behaves itself. That will be Fingers don't want to don't want to tempt fate, but you know if we if we do no, then great. Yeah. If we can't, it's no problem. Um, I've said it before: fishing in February is fishing in February yeah. in the northern hemisphere. Of course, it doesn't matter whether you're here absolutely. Or Japan, so fingers crossed. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, there's no uh, there's no real expectation there. Um, so let's break down the the Osaka show in for someone who's about to visit this is purely for show right this is you know we're not no one's buying there this is looking and touching and learning and what made it real for me in the week was on Instagram we range dropped a post saying if you follow our page come and see us at the show free stickers baby oh 
All of a sudden, I'm thinking, yeah, free rain stickers, that's worth the airfare alone, right? So as a dyed-in-the-wall rains fanboy, um, you know, straight away off, all of a sudden it felt realistic and um, exciting, you know. So, um, so yeah, sure it, it, there's a lot a of looking, flight, right? I mean, flight's worth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A flight's worth of stickers in our Oh, pockets, yeah, of course, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But, um, That's good ROI. <laughs> yeah, we are <laughs> the show itself, then, man. I mean, you know, how much of um, manufacturers and and distributors and all these different folk, right? You know, they're they're, they're pimping out their wares at these things. And um, what's the, who's the show for? Sorry, this really there's a long winded way of getting it. Who's the show for? Is it for? retailers is it for punters like you and me is it what's the dealio what's what's the crack with us it, it's, a, it's a bit of everything so it's a it's, the show's on for three days uh friday saturday sunday we'll be there on the saturday and sunday with all the riffraff everyone else and that's open to the public over the weekend and much like any show that you would visit here whether it was the boat show or you know any tackle shows we've visited before it's just a chance for manufacturers to show what's coming up what's new let let anglers sort of get a hold of stuff it's such a big show that there are probably going to be some big launches so for instance last year Daiwa launched their new electronic reel mm. uh as a, as an instance like there'll there'll be stuff like that um, and of course, it's important to their um, the industry. Actually, no, it's important to like wider industries as well. Like as you're walking around, like you can't help but see, you know, there'll there'll be a few Australians, a few Americans there. Like so, the the cutting edge of the tackle industry, you know, certainly people that are looking towards Japan and JDM products for an edge. There'll be a handful of them there, mm-hmm. but but mainly it's obviously for the Japanese industry itself. The Fridays for retailers to go out there, and um, there'll be stuff. They they get first dibs at the show. Yeah. It's a quiet day. They've taken photographs, that kind of thing. But also, I've learned you know, through through my relationship with George at, at Tronics and Prime Angling, like. There's there's quite a lot going on outside of the show in the same week. So if you think about it, the show is a bit like our holiday, right? The show is like the the bit that gravitates everyone for that that point in the year, that week. But there'll be actually other things going on outside of the show. Uh, wholesalers have you know like days where you can go and have a look round. Um, there'll be like pop up uh exhibitions in hotels and things in the surrounding area that kind of stuff so really it is like it's it's the hub for for jdm tackle effectively i don't know how much of that we'll get to see we mm. we don't need to see anything other than the show yeah. in the tackle shops if i want yeah. like there, there you will you will definitely i'm looking forward to it because you will definitely hit a wall um Possibly at the first. I, I, I've been trying to like think, you know, what order to do the certain tackle shops in. 
that you'll you'll definitely hit a wall at some point and you'll be like you know we need to go and have a a beverage and <laughs> chill for a second. Well, yeah, I'm already because it, it does. Yeah, get of a course, bit man. Of course, and I'm already getting anxious about you know what I can bring home, um, and how I'm going to structure that in terms of yeah. equally, you know, what we're going to take with us, and then you know what I'm going to bring home again. So, um, you know, I might be recycling boxer shorts and and uh, socks and stuff over a period of however many days I'm out there for, because you're hanging on a little after. But um, that aside, man, mate, look, I could come home with three crankbaits and, you know, and a strawberry-flavoured Kit Kat, and I think I'd be satisfied. Does that make sense? You know, anything aside, because, look, I'm... I'm, It's not going to be an annual thing for me, as much as I would love it to be. And, you know, but I've got to be realistic about these things. It's not going to be an annual visit. Um, So I just really want to soak it up. As I said to you when we were booking this stuff, I'm more of a two weeks in Tenerife kind of dude. Do you know what I mean? You know, I haven't really been that far. (laughs) The longest flight I've ever been on was to Vegas. And, you know, when you land in Vegas, they pretty much speak English over there. So there's not much of a language barrier. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, man, Asia, just everything, all of the above, right? Do you know what I mean? It's just going to be fun, man. The, the flight out there is going to be going to be buzzing, um, you know, because it's, it's exciting going anywhere, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm over the moon that you've got some experience and it's giving me an excuse to come with you because ordinarily I'll be honest I wouldn't have gone you know it's one of those things you keep put, it's easy to keep putting off right and say maybe 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 um I've yeah. been thinking about something this week I'm not too far from you yeah I'm not too far from okay. you on that like I, I I'm surprised I'm going again I think we're probably I mean the way I look at it I think we're probably at the peak of the the Japanese yen against the pound at the moment. So if ever you're going to do it, this yeah. year is probably the sweet spot. And I don't think that's going to last forever. So, yeah, I'm really I'm really glad that you've managed to swing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. One thing yeah, I'm definitely going to do is when we're out there and we'll, we are perusing through the, uh, the various tackle shops and spending all of our pocket money, is I'm going to pick something off the shelf that's pretty pimp, very much JDM. As in, probably never going to see it over it ever. And we'll do a little giveaway on the pod, man. We'll, we'll issue some kind of That's key. We'll do some kind of key phrase or keyword, and then we'll let you know. Hit us up on the socials. We'd, maybe we'll do an Instagram competition. It might be easy to keep it all in one place. Something like that. We'll format it on the flight on the way out there, along with all the other things. And then for our for our loyal devotees and listeners of which there are not yeah. hundreds of you but the ones we have we're very grateful for we'll we'll do a little giveaway and someone can receive some some pimp gear in the post right do you know what i mean but we'll we'll format that i can't i, I literally can't wait for the the pod stuff because you know people have been kind to say it about um our cornish lure festival mm. pod the first one for me, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, we could talk every week about fishing, as we often do. But there are a few moments where, <laughs> like, the euphoria of fishing is is intensified. And I think this trip will will be one of those. Well, we've got to figure some stuff out. This, this, yeah, this may be a lot of this should be saved for our uh, 
our intensive production meeting that we're going to have beforehand. But we're going to do some recording out there, right? That's a given because we're going to have <laughs> definitely we're going yeah. to have a little bit yeah. of downtime in in the hotel room and stuff. We were considering getting some mics and micing ourselves up for an hour or two around the show and. I'm worried it's going to be noisy and it might end up a little bit. Anyway, but we are definitely going to do some stuff from Japan and which as soon as I land back in Blighty, I can try and get something out pretty quick. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, we can probably stretch this out to three or four of them, but the long and the short of it is that we're going to, you know, get some live kind of um, Danny reaction from like, oh man, this is this is where... Yeah, this is incredible. I already know how good it's going to be. I just know it's going to be buzzing, man. I just, I just know it already. It's just going to yeah. be everything that I've been looking for. All the years I've been moaning and berating things that, you know, oh, why can I not buy one of these? I just want one of those, but no one will sell me one ever. As yeah. you've told me before, you can just walk into any old Joe Average tackle shop on the corner of a street, walk in, and you've just, you're presented with a wall of hard baits that you would you know you, you would just drive hours for baits, yeah. in this country so yeah. um we're going to fanboy well I'm going to fanboy it out there quite you know quite weirdly so on you know so yeah. so yeah really looking forward to it I think we well two weeks today we'll be out there maybe so as we record this is this is the 18th Thursday the 18th two weeks today we will be there doing something or other yeah, man, we'll get there one way or the other. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we've got a long old flight. We're going to stop in Amsterdam on the way, but we're not going to have a chance to sample any of Amsterdam's delights any of any persuasion. And <laughs> we'll be jogging. Yeah. And, then, and then away we go. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to all of the above, and we'll bring plenty of content off the back of that. So in your previous years over there, man, because you've been how many times? Three? Before? Um, I, this would be the third time I've been to Osaka. Yeah. Okay, but then you went before looking at bears, right? With the with the good lady <laughs> trying to find bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out there's lots of bears in Japan, <laughs> except when you're trying to find them. It's because they all wear bear uh, bear bells. They all walking around with bells on to scare the bears away. Yeah. And there's me and Estelle trying to find a bear, mm. but they're all scared away by the bells. Oh, yeah. Christ. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well, that was an opportunity missed, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, you've been out there. Can we fight a bear while we're out there? I haven't man, I'm telling you now, man, I, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole. I think I can take one. I think I can take one. Because <laughs> I know they're really strong in that. I mean, that's a given. But am I smarter than a bear? Oh, I see. I think I might be smarter than yeah. a bear. So... I'm just I'm just saying that that's not a challenge. I'm not putting that out there for someone to present me with a bear in in um at Pike Maniacs in March, you know. Yeah, Dan is a bear. We're going to have a bit of entertainment this evening. I'm not I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is is that of all the large mammals, I'll take a bear over a wolf. I'm just saying that. I'm just pointing that out. So it's not even nah, it's not worth missing a tackle shop for a wolf. No, it isn't. No. No. Like we said before, Godzilla out there maybe is a real possibility, but um, you know, yeah, you, I can guarantee you'll see Godzilla. I know where he is. I've always doubted whether that's been true, actually. But then, you know, I, I don't know what goes on in that part of the world. So, you know, who's to say, really? But you have so look. How many more 
hard bait, and I sound like your uh, your your uh, your girlfriend. <laughs> I know where How you're many going, more yeah. hard baits do you need? Right. So what I'm getting at here is, yeah. I know there's it's a sticker it's a sticker collection that you never complete, and that's fine, and mm-hmm. and I'm all good with all of these things, but you're still going to be walking around. I understand and going, yep, yeah, I'm buying that. That's coming home. I'm getting that right. Such is the infinite nature of what I'm about to witness. Is that accurate? Yeah, I can think. I can think of two angles. There's, there's lures that I've just never used before, never potentially never seen before, new lures. And then I think the other thing which kind of gets played down in the UK is the colour selection. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know this from your mild rains addiction we were lucky that french touch fishing did such a good job to bring in so many colors of various plastics that that we used to fish and we used to try and collect them all then Mm. right but that was still a fraction i mean you you know you know from rock vibe days that some of your favorite colors would be color 348 well they didn't miss any numbers out on the way so yeah, like a big part of it is seeing cool colours. Like, this is probably going to sound very sad, but I'll definitely be shopping for Instagram, future Instagram photos mm-hmm. of just just cool shit that I can stick in a perch or, yeah. or whatever yeah. else down the line. So, yeah, but but there will be there'll be trends. Like, I mean, I can see from Instagram there's there's already uh, we've talked about it already on this podcast, haven't we? The the OSP rubber dice, the the hairy dice. I can already see that that's spawning into a trend. Like, mm-hmm. loads of manufacturers will be showing their version yeah. of like crazy, soft plastic crazy will be on show. So that'll be interesting. Mm. I mean, definitely some variety or other of those will be coming home with both 100%. of us. I thought we've spoken about that before. Mm. And then yeah, maybe, you know, if we're not if we're not overwhelmed by all the obvious stuff, which we will be, um you know, if we're lucky we might spot something on the cutting edge a little bit, um, that maybe we're not aware of that's not on not on the radar yet. So yeah, it's worth keeping your eyes open. What excites me? But but I mean this is this is it. This is it. like I'm buzzing for it because like one of my latest finds in Japan is actually like the show is amazing. The show is the new stuff. But you know, I'm not it's not a down comment, but you know, we're so far behind. We're we're playing catch up so much that you know, I like I like going to the the used tackle shops, and and looking at the stuff from like two, three, four seasons ago that we just missed. We 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 weren't even scanning yeah. for that stuff at the time. No right? question, because you and I have kind of got into the freshwater side a bit later, especially through lockdown. So like we could be entertained by the old stuff, man. Yes, yeah. there's, there's just so much cool shit. Yeah. My um. My apprentice was asking me today, he said, what's the time difference out there? And I said, oh, they're ahead of us. And he said, uh, how far ahead? I went, well, in fishing terms, about 10 years. And, and of course, it went over his head because <laughs> he, he, he couldn't care less. He has no interest in fishing whatsoever, um, in which case he picked the wrong bloke to work with. But um, 
but yeah, it, it was it was kind of a cute analogy actually. It's like they're nine hour nine hours ahead in time, but in fishing terms, they're like a decade. You know, so like um, so yeah, I, it, you're exactly right because even if even if I was on the cutting edge of what's available Europe wide right now, and I'm not, but even if I was, I would still feel that I'd missed out on 60, 70% of what, of JDM stuff that had come and gone without so much yeah. of a murmur, really, that, that kind of, that have just, I've avoided because I've not been looking in the right places. So I'm buzzing for that a little bit, really. I'm always on the lookout for, so whenever we do um, WPC over in um, WPC England or Perch Mania or any of these kind of reservoir graphen comps, really, and how often then we will have the conversation that, you know, the first time we used jerk baits on there and we rinsed it and then we had the impression that within 12 months they'd seen every jerk bait that Europe had to offer sort of thing. You know, these things happen yeah. quickly on small waters is that there's a real possibility that I could we could come back with like three or four years worth of new stuff that they haven't seen. Yeah, so I really believe yeah. that. I really do believe that's the thing. So we can Yeah, 100%. We can dial in on that a little bit and I was watching uh who was I watching? I think it was a Matt, the Matt Airy podcast and they were talking about something very similar about you know the big specimen fish, the ones that everyone wants they've you know they're lone wolves and they have seen pretty much everything there is oh, to see oh you mentioned this mm. yeah they're, they're harder to find on the um on live scope on the live mm. scope because they're individual because they're on fish. their own mm. so unless you're searching around all and of course if you're in a if you're a pro right fishing a a two or three day or four day event then are you going to be scoping around looking for that one fish and then hoping it's not a catfish or hoping it's not a striped bass? It's, it's not going to happen. So those big fish are actually getting bigger. Um, but the the small, especially with smallmouth, because they're, they're much easier to locate with live scope, especially in that slightly yeah. deeper water, it's that his opinion of it was that those fish are just going to get wiped out pretty quick. Like literally, even, you know, they're getting returned and all that stuff, but they're, they're going to get killed, right? And then that gene pool will stop immediately because it doesn't make sense for that to replenish itself all the time because they're they're easy prey. Yeah. So they were in the ever-lasting debate, debate about live scope and forward-facing sonar was that in actual fact, he was saying you might look back in five years and then say it's evened itself out at the moment there's still like an upwards trajectory in it in terms of the advantage is briefly lying with the angler or certainly the angler with the technology um but in actual yeah. fact that will even itself out eventually so um who knows man i mean i don't know and they're talking on I know i know it's chalk and cheese but already podcast uh podcast five and you know as you were saying that I was thinking of what a previous podcast where we mentioned about the first time that we went to the canal and we had our LRF gear, like, like, which, you know, let's just call that ultra finesse. And it was like shelling peas, wasn't mm. it? Those fish had never been caught out by something so small or something so fine yep. in that canal. And we killed it. 
but it doesn't last forever. It's it's just an arms race, an ongoing arms race over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's you know there, there's a, and you know maybe this is again this maybe this is something for another day, but especially with a perch on Grafham. Probably, I think we've probably seen it already at Pittsford, and we never had a go at those, did we? But you know, I remember in the early nope. days, everyone was like, "You've got to get out of Pittsford, boys, and go, you know, go underneath that little brick, go underneath that little tunnel under the road, hang a left or hang a right, and you'll rinse it there full of perch." Well, I've been on that water five half a dozen times, never seen a perch through there. You know, I'm sure they're there, and if you know what you're doing, you'll be able to go yeah. and find them. But I've never seen them, um, so you know, and that was. That predates really live scope and forward facing sonar. That's just angling pressure. Yeah. So you know yeah. these things. Small. Venue. Yeah. These things change and move, and it just it's one of those things, isn't it? Where a bit like us on some of our early ventures on the Grafham, we just stumbled upon some big perch that we presumed, or at least we thought that no one had ever found before by pure by just chance, pure chance, a little bit of looking with our eyes but it was mainly let's give that a go and we caught them and but you know they, they're not gonna they may not be there this season they might be gone do you know what I mean so it's um yeah. you know so you've got to then go around looking again and trying to find some more and uh so whether or if they are there have they seen everything that we've ever thrown have they seen everything that everyone else has ever thrown so it keeps us all guessing right but the difference being is we're dealing with water's significantly smaller than what they're dealing with in the states and yet we're all dealing with the same issues it's all relative in a sense so um hopefully we'll be able to come back from japan with something so funky and, and new and different or you know however you want to describe that that it may it may give us a mild edge and you know if people don't think that's fair then you know, tough luck suckers, because that's just that's what we're coming back with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just about to say, like, um, I was thinking then, because because you've heard it from me a gazillion times about trying to draw comparisons between the UK freshwater uh, fishing and and Japan, small country, lots lots of pressure, small waters. So I was going to say, like, don't. If we get out to Biwa, like, don't think I've lied to you because that lake is a monster. <laughs> it's massive, but yeah. it, it's the biggest lake by by far. Like, yeah, if we, you know, I'm just thinking about it now, like, maybe we'll get a chance to go and see one of their smaller lakes. And, um, yeah, it's much more t- like what we're used and to. And I only so. learned the other day that technically on Biwa, it's, it's a catch and kill policy, right? I know they don't, but technically it's catch <laughs> yeah. and kill, which is mental. You know, it just because they're they're an, they're yeah. classing an invasive species still over there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I saw some evidence of that when I was up there, but I don't, I don't really. I haven't had a conversation, a deep enough conversation with anyone to know whether it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same deal with us and Xander, right? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to bop them on the head, but. Uh, you you and I don't know too many angler anglers that would be willing to do that. No, um, aside from accidental ones occasionally, but um, you know that's another story. Yeah. But there's so, so I don't know if it's happening or whether actually because there's a massive guide of course guide industry of out course. there. I mean, you know if that's if that's your bread and butter, like are you really gonna? I just, 
Economically, really going to yeah. eat away. Economically, at it. Yeah. it seems like suicide. But then, you know, I mean, this this gets sort of deep, doesn't it? But then, if there's fish farmers and all the other stuff that rely on that water as a resource for whatever it is, you can understand that, you know, that, that, that as in it, in most countries, I think, but particularly in the UK and maybe it's similar in Japan, anglers can tend to be quite far down the pecking order in in terms of the value and importance and so um but yeah it... well, we, we'll see we'll see once we're out there because that's the other thing like like you, you kind of like there, sort of like where does angling sit in the grand scheme of japan well yeah i'm interested to know what your opinion is after a couple of days at the show like seeing the scale of it because if i, I was previously i was thinking about like like when we used to go to the nonce show, mm. you especially, we both did, but you especially, I can remember you saying how you got a bit of a buzz on about, you know, seeing the kids in there spending their pocket money on Rain's plastics mm. or gunky, colourful gunky rods. And it was quite cool to see yeah. that kind of um, enthusiasm coming through. Well, this 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 will be like that in spades. Like you you'll have not just the kids coming through, but you'll have generations up and down, male, female. Like it's it's insane to see a and so a whole country enlighten me then. What's it? Because Osaka's down the south, and yep. it would lead me to believe that the show has more of a saltwater bent to it. Is that accurate? Or because of just geographically or is that a mod just barking up the wrong tree there? Is that is that false? Um, no, I think it's 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 probably even. Okay. Yeah. Like you see it in some of the tackle shops. Um I'd actually say because so so basically for people who don't know well i suppose the saga's not quite south because it's quite a long yeah, yeah a long island north to south but it's towards south certainly it's uh south of tokyo uh but for those who don't know osaka's on the south coast and sort of directly north of osaka you've got uh, a well-known uh tourist destination kyoto and Kyoto's at the bottom, basically, of Lake Biwa. So, if anything, Osaka is is closer to, you know, the mecca mm. of, of Biwa. So, if anything, it's probably uh, more... It's it's not, I don't know why I'm saying this, but, but geographically, it's more aligned with freshwater angling than, than Tokyo, but it's not. Like, like, as I say, you see it in the tackle shops... If you go more towards the coast, you you, send, you seem to get a leaning towards that. Uh, if you go towards BY, you're still you're still you're going to tackle shop at BY. You still get a lot of amazing saltwater tackling yeah. in there. In fact, that's a really good strategy if you ever go out there to to look for something specific. Is you're more likely to find like cool colours uh, of stuff. Of like, if you're after saltwater gear, you're more likely to find the cooler stuff hidden away in a tackle shop inland and vice versa. Mm. If you want a cool 110 colour, you're probably better searching the depths of the racks in a, a saltwater-focused yeah. uh, tackle shop. That's that's I've learned that before. That's pretty cool. 
Well, that's but yeah, it's across the board, man. It's just fishing, fishing, fishing. Yeah, and like good. and like we're obviously focused on lure fishing, but you know we'll we'll have to go to one of the bigger ones where it's like six stories and on each floor is a different mm. a different uh, discipline because it is interesting seeing how they do their boat fishing with bait or you know like stuff that you've seen before and you've been scratching your head over like what is that like technique where they where they catch au or whatever yeah like you know there's there's lots of like amazing of course stuff. yeah it, my, i'm buzzing for all of it i'm buzzing for clearly the fishing stuff is the is the tie that binds us there really but you know the food the beer the the food yeah well, that's the bit I'm. That's the bit I'm uncertain of. But as you, as you pointed out, a split second after we booked our hotel, there's a McDonald's five minutes down the road. So we got a plan. Mate, B. we're not. We're not going to starve, are we? We're not going to starve out there. That's that's no, that's, 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 that's that's some good stuff. It's, out it's there. not. It's, a, really it's not nice. a concern of mine. And um, no. you know, but it's uh, look for an old. Um, I'm not the most well-travelled man in the world, so it's it would just be intriguing to see it from any, you know, just just different stuff, just a different way of doing things, and uh, that's just exciting, you know. Come back with a, um, I've already said to my my good lady wife Gail, I said I I fully intend on coming back with a ponytail and a full beard, and talking about how um, I'm now a traveller and I intend to live my <laughs> life here in a in a, in it with some hemp trousers maybe and. Talking about how a sarong, a sarong, maybe. and how I've been enlightened. So that's yeah. you know, get ready for that, everybody, because um, that's something that I personally am very much looking forward to. Um, so yeah, obviously we've been, uh, I've been, we've been saving our pocket money up and, um, and doing all these different things, and but yeah, it's it's, I'm, I kind of feel I'm over prepared really because, you know. I'm kind of ready to go tomorrow as it stands in a funny kind of way, short of getting myself some a few yen in my back pocket for some spending money. I'm ready to go. So we yeah. kind of, as we were messaging each other yesterday, it's just we're in the um, we're in the perineum of it now from the excitement of booking it. Now we're in the, <laughs> the midst of where nothing's really happening until we until we find ourselves on the on the plane really. So yeah, it's going to be really yeah. exciting, man. It's going to be something. And then, you know, things move quickly, don't they? And and we always used to, years ago, we would always tease each other with the Magic 10 text message going backwards and forwards, looking at the sea temperatures. We were looking for that 10 degree sea temperature because we, rightly or wrongly, thought that's when things started to happen a little bit for the for the law angler in us. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked any sea temperature lately to know what what state we're in at the moment, but um, I assume there's been a lot of fresh water dumping. Oh, can which you imagine? Our area, can you right? imagine? It's going to be awful, right? But um, let me just check now what this what the sea temperature is currently where we are. Let's have a look here. We are looking at so the air temperature is one point eight, and do do do. Not there. Okay, thank you. Have you had frost down there this week? Uh, yes, but only one. Only one. Okay. I've started to worry about my boat batteries already. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of which, boat batteries. Um, 
the announcement that uh, Sangling Classic is now open for participants really this year. So my my head is so full of stuff going on, mainly around Japan. Of course, I haven't let myself consume those messages. Of course, yet, yes, but I will do. Oh, I'm looking at that. Chimet's gone down in terms of temperature. I understand this isn't the most exciting. Um, <laughs> this isn't the most exciting uh, podcast ever. Watch someone trying to find out what water temperatures are. But um, watching <laughs> watching an old man trying to use the ooh, internet. Here, here we go, Cambernet, right? Which is Chichester Harbour. Yeah. And for those go not on. familiar, but it's Chichester Harbour, three point seven. Ooh, out. That doesn't yeah. seem right. All right, we're not. We should probably stay in Japan a bit longer. <laughs> then maybe, maybe a month or two. Oh, what I can say: there's perfect jerkbait temperature. That's what that is. Hold it still for about yeah. ten minutes and see what happens. So, so no, I mean, we don't usually worry too much, do we? Before April, I'm guessing. I know there would always be that March thing of oh, it's nice weather. Let's go and see if we can get a place or two. But we always generally end up disappointed, don't we, for early law fishing? Yeah, although although I can remember an early April rassathon, mm-hmm. which really caught yes. us out. Yeah, but, right. If you put if you put me on the spot now, I can't quite remember what chain of events led to that. No. I think there was a particularly mild winter, perhaps, and then we had some mild conditions, and it it totally kicked. I think. I think what we were probably seeing for the first time in our area was some kind of um, spawning, well, pre, maybe even a pre-spawn. I mean, this is all new stuff, right? We've, we've only really started to get round things like pre-spawn mm. from watching US bass anglers. And, and now, you know, we're both kind of looking at it and other species that we've got here thinking, well, I wonder if that's because of that or I wonder if this is because of that. So, you know, maybe if we're really lucky... Yeah, early April we'll be able to find yeah. something, whether it's the place or the ras kicking off or or whatever else. But I can't wait for that to happen because I really enjoyed the uh, the uh, DNA versus pod that we did on last one episode four. Mm. Uh, you would be say nice that because you won something different. That's an easy thing for you to say because yeah, well I, that's what I mean. The pressure's off, so <laughs> you know I can win a few now because I'm not worried about um, being behind. Yeah, yeah. that um. Now you're talking about it, that April session that we had out, we were catching them up shallow, I think, at one point that day. And it was yep. peculiar because we might have been in T-shirts. It was super mild. And there were rafts yeah, super of scoter in the distance that hadn't left Ooh. yet. Back to birds So, again. yeah, this is it, you see. So that's how peculiar that would have been. What does it all mean? It, yeah, it would have been early April. We would have been in T-shirts. The water temperature would have come up, but it was still early in the season. The scoter was still there, so they hadn't left yet. And all that, yeah, all these weird, a weird combination, a weird set of circumstances there. But I'm glad we um I'm glad we experienced that. But I do like those early season sessions because first of all, you're excited to go because you might have been a little bit, you know, a bit of cabin fever over the winter. But you know, we've gone out there before and we've found those like the shoals of sprat working on the surface. And, you know, you've always yeah. got that chance of, you know, if you're going to get a monster bream, that's probably when you're going to get one. Those big females are moving in to, to uh, try and find, you know, start, well, the males will start nest building and the females are, are wandering about. So it's that whole movement thing of, 
you know, the bream turn up, this happens, they move in, that starts, they spawn. It then is, it yeah, it's, you know, yeah. and I know it's, you could argue in, in a depressing sense, it's just another example of, you know, the first spring of another revolution around the sun for us, you know what I mean? But, you know, as much as we, we you know, it's easy to look at all these things, whether you're a sea angler, freshwater angler, it doesn't matter what you are, you kind of can, it's easy to get a little bit, um, relaxed about it and go well here we go again it's another may session it's another july session or whatever it is it keeps us all going doesn't it in some you know it, it's another yeah. thing, something else to look forward to and the older we get and the more miserable we become it's nice to have something to look forward to isn't it? and even if that's uh you know a long bit longer days would suit me at the moment you know that's that's probably what's uh yeah, well, we're through. Yeah, through we're the, through the worst of that, aren't we? Bit. It's going to get a bit colder. We're there, almost. Nature's going to wind itself back up again. Yes, can't wait. Absolutely, for yeah, yeah. So that's been going on. I do know from some of the boys that have been fishing local. Um, you probably saw the South Sea Marina cod open this weekend. Only one cod weighed in, Ooh, and I think that was nine. Okay. It was postponed several oh, times. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? But I think it was nine six, maybe nine eight. Okay. Um. There was that. Uh, they had a good turnout for it, but again, the whiting fishing was very poor that week, that day. So it, you know, it, they they struggled to fill out their prize table, even on whiting. What small fish or no no small whiting? fish? Small whiting? Not many and small. Yeah, you know, I think we there were fish on the prize table of ten and twelve ounces and stuff. You know, so that is. Yeah. Um, and you just know that there'd have been plenty of guys fishing that would have been throwing back white in, <laughs> throwing them, yeah, back, or live baiting yeah, them for sure. You know, so um, that really isn't, you know, indicative of anyone any skill level there. It's just the cod fishing around our way is just appalling, and it has been for for years now. So, um, but what I would say is good on the boys and girls at the South Sea Marina that ran that because they. Um, you know the boats do turn up and people do participate. It's still there and it's still wanted. So, um, and they're still fun. Probably. And they'll do the same for yeah. their Bream Open in May, or it might even be early June. Actually, I forget now. But they'll have their Bream Open in May. So for any guys that you know are able to hitch their boats up on the back of their uh, trucks and stuff, and they want to tow it around, you could probably make a weekend of that down here and enjoy a few beers and some good company at the same time. So. The old days of the old opens don't seem to be too prevalent now, but there's an example of two by just a local marina that tends to run these things. So it's uh, and it leads me back in a nice neat circle back to the Sea Angling Classic in because they've moved venue on that now. So obviously we're not fishing out of the same place that we were last year. It's now Premier Marina, which is your marina, but not specifically your marina, if that makes sense. So there's um. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of changes afoot there, and there's a different boat up for grabs this year. And Ross was on the phone to oh, me really? okay. with some exciting news about you know some, some stuff that's about to drop and things like that. So you know there's plenty happening there. Um, so for the the saltwater boat angler, there's you know it, it could be it's an exciting year ahead sort of thing. You know whether you're involved in yeah. these things or not. One way or another, it's picking the industry up by the bootstraps, and it's giving it a bit of a shake. I think you know it's um, and I think we we spoke this before. It can only be, it's only a good thing, right? I can't see any downside to any of this oh, personally. No downside, no. So that's no. uh, 
that's good right. stuff. Well, we've got to be careful we don't wish too much of our lives away, but that that is another another point this time of the year, isn't it? We're we're wishing the colder, quieter months away, and if we're not careful, we'll start wishing some of the some of the early ones too quickly. Yeah, so, um, I, I, yeah, we've got to yeah. stay vigilant and and try and try and catch what's there in that early season. Without question, we have yeah, all good. We haven't hit up the reservoirs this, through the winter, have we? I don't feel that I've missed it too much, to be honest. I prefer it when it's slightly warmer, anyway. Um, but that doesn't stop me watching stuff online, the YouTube and all that kind of things and kind of hatching plans for the year ahead. So um, with that said, I am excited for the next couple of weeks and hopefully the next time you hear from us, it will be some Japanese content, baby. And I think I can probably say yeah. with categorically, we're the only pod to be... No one's dropping this kind of content. This this is solid gold that we're about to drop on the, what I'll drop on everyone here. Exclusive. So this is exclusive, man. You're not getting this from. I don't know any other fishing podcasts, but you're not getting it from them. I can I can say that. Do you know what I mean? So, we. Uh, but they haven't got it from us yet, though. So we, let's no, not we haven't got it from us yet. Much. No, I mean <laughs> exactly. We're one tsunami away from um, from driving down to, I don't know to Dorset at Weymouth Angling Centre or something and doing a podcast from there. But we look up, not down, and I'm sure in a couple of weeks' time we'll be able to issue some uh, some solid gold Japanese content. So that's it, man. You can start packing your pants now and um, yeah. get your toothbrush ready. Yeah. we're nearly there, dude. Uh, let's stop waffling. Yeah. And we'll let these, these good people get on with their get lives way. rather than listening to two blokes excited to go on holiday. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget, um, look, no one's ever sent us an email. This it, We're nothing if not the most honest podcast on all platforms. I'd love to say that we're so inundated, I haven't had a chance to go through any of them. That's not true. We haven't had one. If you want to be the first one, providing it's not sweary or nasty, I will read it out. DNA fi- Pictures? DNAfishingpod at gmail.com. Be number one. Break the barrier, people. Come on. Because at the moment, we're having to put all the effort in here. After after the deal was, we want you to put some effort in. So, come on, please. Play the game. You're getting this for free. Come on now. You know where to find us all. You know where to find us online. Facebook, Insta, you'll dig us out. And uh, find us one way or another. Dan Sissons, Adam Kirby. We're round and about doing something somewhere. That's it. I'm done, man. Yeah, we're done. Cool. I was going to say Sayonara, but I'm not sure I'm saying it right yet. <laughs> <laughs> sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah. Anyway. Is it Sayonara? There we go. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to say bye without trying to denigrate a whole race of and ancient clever. language. Um, that said, thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for speaking, getting in touch and all that kind of stuff. And we will speak to you all very, very soon. Take care. Tight lines, everyone.